You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's just strange. Like, it does not feel right. Okay. Well, I mean, like, I feel weird even talking right. about it. But, I mean, I feel like I kind of have to talk about it because I was sitting there watching the television and that's when it occurred to me, like, this is actually real. How come you have This haven't... is going on. Okay. I didn't know that you were going to talk about this. Yeah, I know. And I don't usually like to talk about this kind of thing, but I, I just feel like I have to. Sometimes you have to. I think I've, I've got to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, am I going crazy or is this reality? I think that's a, it's a little bit of both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody to go to uh, funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link anytime you want to do some online purchasing, some uh, shopping. Your shopping needs will be met in the most exquisite way by going to funemploymentradio.com. Oh God, just, how can you say words and you just make them just sound so You're wrong? There, it's late at night. You can't sleep. Nobody else is up at home, and you decide to just walk on downstairs, and you're sitting there, and you're and your sexy lingerie, and you're well, whatever you're wearing, or a bathrobe, or however you you know, spend spend your nights when you're by yourself. And then as you're sitting there, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to open up this computer for a minute and I'm going to go uh, scroll along and I'm going to do some shopping. And then you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon. Oh link. my gosh. It's exquisite. Yes. All right. So what happened when you were, what happened? Um, Also, really quick, coming up on today's show, we're going to be joined by Jeremiah Coughlin. Yes, indeed. Uh, Jeremiah, comedian. He's going to be on here in about 20 minutes or so uh, talking about his new album recording that's going to be going on uh, over the weekend. So he's going to bring all that stuff. All right. Now, end your joke because I think people are getting concerned. (laughs) No. Okay. I want to talk about uh, what it is that I'm bringing up. And, you know, uh, for those of you that have been listening to the show, you know that over the last few days, I've uh, been at home, you know, with a bad back. Yes. So I spent a lot of time at home mm-hmm. by myself, sitting on the couch. Alone, playing your orc game. Watching television. And this is what I want to bring up. This is why it just seems so strange. I think the ghost is back. Oh, a little bait and switch there, think, Greg. Did a little bait and switch. I like it. I think it is. And it just feels so weird. What because, is happening? Know, we've talked it's about been this a while. We've talked about what's going on, what's gone on at my house before, uh, the strange, weird things that have gone on there before, and you know, there's there's even the, the ghost investigation video at funemploymentradio.com that you can see that you can watch. Nightmare at Nibblers. Nightmare at Nibblers of my house, but it's been a while since I've had anything happen, and I hate talking about it because it feels just strange to bring it up. But I swear. There is something going on at my house, and I don't know what it is, and I cannot explain. Well, it's always when you're in times of distress, and I mean, if you're laying there incapacitated, maybe... Yes. Yeah, you're right. But what's been happening? Is it something different? Well, no, I have been under stress, but let let me explain what's going on, and maybe somebody can give me an explanation as to why this is happening. So, you know, I I couldn't move a lot. I spent Saturday and Sunday just kind of sitting there uh, on my couch in my living room. The roommates were in and then out. A lot of time they were gone. A lot of times they were gone. And then um, I also realized this has kind of been going on for a while, and I've kind of been assuming it was roommates. So, Oh, you thought your roommates were there and you were hearing something or saying something? What's happening? So I was sitting on the couch watching television, and this happened several times on Saturday and Sunday. But one time in particular, I heard this 
crash. Like it sounded like a crash, like something falling over. And it wasn't, wasn't in the room that I was in. You know, I'm seeing the living room. There's a, there's a master bedroom down there that a roommate rents. And then my room is upstairs in the converted attic, which is, oh you know, above God. that. And so the, I heard this crash and I'm like, oh, that's weird. Uh, Ryan must have, one of my roommates, um, he must have knocked something over. I'm like, ah, whatever. Don't pay any attention. Mm-hmm. And time goes on and I'm sitting there and I realize, oh, wait, no, they're not home. Neither of my roommates are home. I'm like, okay, well, that was strange. I wonder what that sound was. Maybe, maybe he left a window open. Maybe something was going on there. And then I hear this. And I'm not, I'm not fucking with you. This is what went on. And it wasn't coming from there, from the room. It was coming like from the ceiling. From From where my room is. Your ceiling? From where my room is. From your floor, which is the living room ceiling. Yes. Ew. And so I heard this, and and I'm trying to think of, and again, you know, uh, for anybody who's just listening in now, you know, I've talked about this forever. I try to find a logical solution to every single thing that goes on. It's an old house. The house is from 1907. And, you know, there's strange things that happen in old houses. You hear creaks and, and weird weird noises and things. Although, over the time that I've owned this, which is a long time, there's been a lot of very... There's been some some disturbing things that have happened. Not not all the time, but sometimes there are. So this went on, and I heard this thing going on, uh, you know, this banging upstairs. It was big enough to where, like, I know what it sounds like, like if a tree branch falls onto the roof or something. Mm. Like, I know, I know what that sounds like. It doesn't like. sound like three knocks. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's not that. Um, okay, there are some suggestions coming into the chat, so let's see if uh, people maybe have some more suggestions if you're listening in and, and uh, live at funemploymentradio.com slash live. So it's... It wasn't that. It wasn't something on the roof. It was definitely inside the house. And that was twice that this happened. This was on Saturday. And this is over the course of maybe like an hour. I also know what it sounds like. It wasn't an animal. Um, The dog that lives at the house is not big enough to even make that kind of a sound. Like only a, quite honestly, it. Oh, little Finnegan. Only only something very large would be able to make that kind of a sound. To be able to make that loud. Loud to to be able to make that loud of a noise, and I think that um, that's that's I don't know, and I wasn't on any medication. I should say this: no medication, no anything other than like Advil. Wasn't like drinking, and I started thinking about this, realizing that this has actually been going on for a while, and I have a really good ability to just ignore. I have a really really innate ability to just like nope, that's not happening. And just continue on. But I've heard this before. And it's, uh, I started to narrow it down. And on Sunday, it went on again. And I went upstairs and I'm trying to figure it out. And there's just nothing. There's nothing that's falling over. There's nothing. Nothing is making noise in my room. There isn't anything that could make that noise. But when I go downstairs, I'll hear that or I'll hear a... And it sounds like something's like hitting the floor upstairs. Can you find what is an explanation for this? Somebody give me an explanation. So Suman says well, that happened that- before, like a long time ago, right? But that was your mirror falling off of the wall. Uh, the but mirror that wouldn't didn't- even probably make that loud of a noise. No, and it's not, and it's actually the opposite end of my room where the mirror is. But no, the, the mirror didn't fall. Wait, so what part of your room is? The pounding. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard for me to say, but I know which end of the house it is. Remember, I'm on the first floor. When this is happening, I'm hearing. No, I know, but you're familiar with the layout of your room. So I mean, like, 
what part of your room, if people have seen Night- Nightmare at Nibblers, they'd know. Is it like... Uh, if they've seen Nightmare at Nibblers, which you can get at funemploymentradio.com, uh, just click on the store and you can you can get a copy of it right there. It's the... It sounds like it's the area near where my bed is. Oh. All right, so I'm going to read in, into the live chat here. We've got a couple of different suggestions. Suman says, it sounds like woodworms. I don't think it's woodworms. Woodworms... Wait, I'm sure the larvae are eating your house from the inside out. I don't have... What do you mean? Like they're eating the house from the inside out and then things are crashing? Part of my house is falling apart? Because that doesn't make me happy. What are... Woodworms? I don't know. I don't know. What is a woodworm? You're hearing loud banging and now you're concerned with the fact that... Are you really looking up woodworms right now? Well, yeah, but I mean, would a woodworm like eat through the wood and then... um, And then what? And then pound with its really large woodworm fist? No, eat through the wood and then the beams crash or parts of wood crashes or something. That is so far-fetched. I don't know. Is it far-fetched? Yes, Do you know about Greg, woodworms? I know about buildings, and I don't think that they could just eat around little pieces of the wood in your house and then have them fall in, in synchronicity to make like a boom, boom, boom sound. How do you know that? I mean, if it's eating through it. Oh, my God. Do you genuinely think that there might be woodworms? I don't know. Oh, my God. I mean, if a woodworm ate through like a... Stop like saying a, woodworm! If a woodworm could, could eat wood, how much wood would a woodworm eat? All right, so if it, if it could, um, like if it chewed through like a slat, and then the slat like broke and fell, and there's just like slats in my house coming down. All right, well, anyway, that's a terrifying possibility. Could it be your little door opening and shutting as the little ghost boy is trying to get out? Again, you got to watch Nightmare at Nibblers to know this. We sound like absolutely insane people, but I swear there's there is a definition for all of this, and I haven't talked about it for a long time. Um, no, I don't think it's I don't think it's that. It's not it's not coming from there. I don't think so, but I don't know for sure. Again, I'm downstairs hearing this upstairs. What's a plausible explanation? Like, what's a real explanation? That's what I want to get to. What could actually be tree branches falling on your roof? I I already said. I know. I'm just. I'm trying to think of logical explanations. I know. I know. You're but just that's so not latched it. onto the woodworm thing. So I'm like trying to think How of other things. How much wood would a woodworm eat if a woodworm could eat wood? Oh, that's that's kind of hard. That's a hard one to say. How much wood would a wood? wood Greg said too much coffee. How much wood would a woodworm eat if a woodworm could eat wood? Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what the oh, actual, actual uh, solution actually is. Oh, it's actually stranded. Has could a... you have any pipes banging with pressure changes? That's what I was going to say, yes. Okay. Um, I suppose that's that's possible, but I don't think that there's a whole lot of pipes up where this is going on. Because the upstairs it doesn't have any pipes running to it. There's no water up there. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that's it. I think that you probably, things are just, maybe there is some sort of... Slight, because there are there are tiny earthquakes all the time. There's always like some shifting of the earth. Maybe you have like things delicately balanced on the corners of your coffee table or something, and they're just falling off. No, because it is higher up there. The construction also makes your house wiggle from time to time, and if the construction is happening, that could also shake things and have them fall off. But this was there was no construction on Saturday and Sunday because of the storm. Well, maybe it was the wind of the storm that was making everything wiggle. But how is it making something wiggle inside the house? Because if it shakes the house and something's on something, like a table or a dresser or whatever, then it will probably My house fall is off. sturdier than that. The whole house isn't, like, swaying in the wind. I don't live in a shack. Like, I'm not, like, on an, you know, on a pond or something like that. 
It's it's a little stronger than oh that. Oh my god, I'm not disrespecting the quality of your house, well, crazy no, person. No, I'm saying. But I'm saying there's I'm been some strong physically, wind. It, it's not going to be able to shake the entire house. But it has shake. Like the construction's shaking your house. If the construction well, that's, has that's different. That's somebody digging into the ground with a giant pile driver. Okay, Greg. Well, then I'm just going to go with woodworms. Well, I'm just trying to I'm trying to figure it out. I'm just looking for logical solutions. And that's all it is. Or was there was there a wind outside and it's coming back in shaking your ducting? Hmm. I don't know. These are all good possibilities. Possibilities that could that could be there. I want to I want to find a real solution. So send me an email, funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Uh, that would let me know. Uh, I used to live in a place where it was windy outside and it would blow the heater pilot out. Uh, Edward says it's rats. I don't <laughs> think it's rats. It that'd be an awful big but rat. But they would probably actually It'd be a pretty I big bet rat. it is rats. Why? Because it's been freezing outside, and they're trying to find a place to uh, to stay warm, and they probably burrowed their way into your house. Rats and other creatures. But it's not it's not big enough. And they're probably walking the noise through is... the beams, and then maybe one of them fell off one of the beams and went dum dum dum. <sighs> yeah, it's a fat rat just rolling around inside the walls of your house. Okay, but I don't. It, that'd be an awful big rat. If that's what's going There's on. There's some big rats. Maybe it's a I mean, that's yet. a big rat. Maybe it's a raccoon. Raccoons? Do you think I have raccoons living you up there? You could have raccoons. You could have Shit. squirrels. I mean, there is there that little hole. Be a dang raccoon. There's that hole on the side of your house where the birds were. Yeah, but that doesn't go into the house. But they could probably chew their well, way in. Well, I hope in. not. Well, I don't know. No, I don't think that's what it is. God, now I don't know. I've heard that rats run through an attic. It sounded like a dog. Oh, my God. There better not be. It's probably giant rats. I don't think that's what it is. I'm pretty that sure that's not the what most it is. Lo- you said you wanted a logical explanation. It's been freezing outside. When it's cold, people want to go where it's somewhere warm, including animals. <sighs> I it's don't not that know. You're, it's not that you're gross. It's that it's an old house, and they probably have found a way into your residence and are now living in your walls. Okay. All right. Well, maybe, maybe that's a possibility. I hope. I'm hoping that's not what's going on. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to get to the bottom of it. Um, let's see. Keelan says you should ask the guys who cover fish and NASCAR and fishing what to, <laughs> what to do about raccoons and nests. That is a good question. I'll have to ask those guys. Um, several ghost children are some other suggestions. I really don't think it's rats. To be honest, I really don't. But because I haven't seen any other evidence of that. But then again, I can't say 100. percent it was just a wayward spirit that was trying all the doors in the floor in that crazy room. Whatever it is, it's uh, Suman says, I'm certain that your house is infested. Okay. Yeah. yeah, with something or other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm going to have to figure it out. Well, I'm going to have to get to the bottom of it. So. I would be. It was strange, though. It was a weird thing while I'm watching television. To I would see be that terrified if I was by myself and heard it. I felt like I was in another world, in a parallel universe where things like that shouldn't be going on. That's what it felt like. I think a lot of us feel like that. Should we, do you have any general. world of crazy? Oh, did you want to do that now? Maybe a little bit of world of, cra- yeah, world of I have, crazy? Yeah, I have a couple of stories going on. A couple of stories to do? Let me, uh, let me pull up the thing. Ben there says, you have a wall, man. There could be somebody living in my walls. Wall uh, we'll men. say this. I did uh. read up on some of that, and there just I happen to do this because I read a lot of random things online. There is a surprising number of people every year who report having people living in their homes that they don't know about. Oh my God, I just watched another horror movie of somebody who had someone living in the walls. Because they thought, like, that's like a new premise for a lot of, um, like, horror movies. I've seen, like, two or three horror movies now where, like, they think they're being haunted by something and things are moving and weird noises. And then it turns out someone's living in the goddamn walls. (sighs) And it's so terrifying. This one was kind of scary. 
too, like because you don't really know what's going on, and then you see him, and he was kind of a scary wall man. Maybe I have a wall man, dude. I hope you don't have a wall man like the guy in the wall man movie I just watched. Why? Because that wall man was kind of he was a scary looking wall man. Well, I don't know. I mean, I suppose there is some. There's some areas of my house I can't that I've never actually get into. Movie. It wasn't that amazing, but uh, where Wallman could get in there. But the Wallman was kind of scary. I mean, why would they not? Because animals seek warmth, so do humans. Yeah, but he could be living in there for a while yeah, because this has been going, going on in. for a while. Yeah, they're coming in and out of your house at all hours. You have areas of your house you haven't even been into. Yeah. Yeah, because it's scary down there. Why would they not be living in no, your house? No Man's Land is the section of my basement that's unfinished and it's walled off. Um, literally, there's like a, a plank that I have to take out to get back into it. Mm. I don't like going back there. It's full of spiders and I don't know what else. And woman. And and it's dark and there's no lights. So this has and been it's you projecting because horrifying. logically between the two of us, you would be more likely to have someone living in your walls. No. I only have, I have very few walls in my apartment. I have one, two, three. That's just not true. I your have apartment like six complex walls. You the- have like, 36 walls. Your apartment complex is the perfect place for somebody to be hiding in your walls. There's way more space there. Now, somebody could live in no man's land in my basement, as I call it, the dirt side of that my basement. That probably connects up to your attic, which is exactly like in the Wallman movie that I just saw. Ew, where you had this intricate like system of tunnels where you could go all the way into the basement and then climb through the walls between the living room and the staircase there, and then go... There are two the sections up. of my house that I've never actually been into. Ooh, this is giving me chills. And they're both like on the same side of the house. One is on the far side of no man's land. There's this. There's the structure back there, and I've never gone back on the other side because I don't ever want to go back that far. It's way too scary. I will never do it. Um, I just don't want to. That's all I can say about it. It's way too terrifying and full of spiders. And, and then the other part is upstairs in the actual attic portion of the upstairs, the unfinished section where I could walk around and get get back into this section. I don't want to go back there either. I don't know what's back there. I don't want to go back there. I won't do it. And they're both on the same side of the house. Somebody could conceivably be living on that same side of the house, and I wouldn't know about it. And they could be Someone could be living in, my, in my, the walls of my Shit. apartment building, but well, I don't care because there are lots of other people that live there. That's just another tenant. You own the property that someone's probably living. Honestly, Greg... That would make more sense. I mean, and that's why I think that they're making a lot of those movies where someone thinks it's a haunting, but really it's someone living in the walls because that is the most logical explanation. Oh, man. And you hear voices, you hear people saying things, and you're like, Greg, that sounds like somebody who could be like calling you from a ceiling. You think there's, what if somebody is in there and they've been there like this whole time and they hide there and then when I'm sleeping, they like come out of the room? Yeah, and use the bathroom. Should I set up a camera to see if I can catch them? Do you really want to do that? I don't think that... I mean, and the th- here's the other thing, too. With two roommates, and I've always had two roommates, you know, different people, but two roommates at the same time in the house, like somebody could be eating my food and I maybe not wouldn't notice. Mm-hmm, or drinking your beer, watching your TV. You know, because you do have roommates that are like, you know, constantly going in and out, different schedules. Oh, man. Wallman probably knows, you know, um, your alarm code. Like, Probably does know the, the alarm code mm-hmm. to the house. Maybe nobody actually stole our gift bags. Maybe nobody got into your backyard. Maybe Wallman saw all the vodka and delicious um, other treats that we had. And Wallman's getting them, wasted in my walls over there? Took them back up to his lair. Have you even gone all the way back into your attic? There could be, like, a mattress back there. No, I told you. I did not. I will no, not. 
I know. I so that's what I'm saying. Like he's, he's living the, in every Wallman movie I've seen. They are in the corner of an attic that nobody is touching, and they usually have a lot of like air fresheners hanging around them because they don't get to bathe very much because you know the house people are always hogging the bathroom. So the Wallman only can like you know when he's alone. So there's usually like a mattress. There's some books, some like dog-eared books. Some... Oh, that's creepy. Because that would mean that probably, that's probably Finnegan, the roommate, my roommate's dog, Finnegan knows this guy that's living in my wall. So to Finnegan, it's just another roommate there. It's like, oh, hey, friend, here you are, coming out and hanging out. Oh. Okay. Like, you wanna... the dog is probably familiar with this guy. Mm-hmm. He probably gives him treats all the time, and that's yeah. Why. And so, like to him, like if he saw if he saw Wallman, he wouldn't be, think anything less. Just like, oh yeah, there's the guy that lives in the attic upstairs. That's the guy that lives with Greg in that's the walls. That's Greg's friend. That's Greg's friend in the walls. Hi, and just hanging out with this strange random guy that none of us know, but Finnegan knows him. Maybe I should bring Finnegan upstairs and see if he can sniff he out. He does Wall like Man. to run upstairs, doesn't he? Yeah, he hangs out up there. He he does. He hangs out upstairs mm-hmm. in my room. Oh man, this is uh this makes me uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with this situation. Okay, well let's take a break. <sighs> All right, yeah, we here. need to take a break. Our guest is arriving. This is a strange conversation leading into it. Uh so I, I We just should wanna, ask him what he thinks. Um what whether or not it's a wall man? Yes. Um he thinks it's okay. possible there could be somebody living in your walls. Okay. Well, okay. all right, maybe we'll bring that up. Okay. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with Jeremiah Coughlin right here on Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I, I think that Kevin Heffernan messed up on the name of the show. He, he kind of yeah. muffed it there and I, I feel like up, he yeah. could have used a take two. Yeah. Just like in the movies. His first, <laughs> his first takes are really lousy. <laughs> Hi, this is Jay Chandrasekhar from Super Troopers, and you're listening to Sarah and Greg on Fun Employment Radio. Who wants a mustache ride? Mic drop. That's how pro Mike does drop. it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah's raising his hand, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you've given me a whole other thing to be scared of when it comes to my house. But, Which uh, was amazing. Joining us now here on Fun Employment Radio, it is Jeremiah Coughlin. Hello. Hello. Hello, Jeremiah. We're so happy you could come. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for also um, giving Greg yet another fear about his attic. Yeah. So, continue with this. Yeah, I, I mean... There's distinctly now a possibility in my mind that there could be somebody living in the walls of my house. Which I'm thinking that's more likely. I mean, you have to go with what is the most believable scenario. And I think (laughs) that you live in southeast Portland. You have a big house. There are parts of it that you haven't gone into because they're kind of scary and old. Yeah. Just at all? No. There's parts of your house you've never been into because you're afraid of them. Yeah. I've owned the house for 12 years. (laughs) And there's like there's crawlways that I don't want to go into them. So somebody could legitimately be living in his house. Yeah. Yeah, there's like there's two sections of the house. Raccoons. There's, see, and that was a one that was brought up. Okay. Maybe a raccoon. Uh, somebody said woodworms were destroying the house. I don't know. It's not woodworms. He kept hearing. It's so the he was house settling. <laughs> Remember your parents used oh, to tell yeah. you that. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. What's yeah. that noise? It's the house settling. Well, where like, do we? What does that mean? Are we on a fault line, mom? <laughs> yeah. What's settling to what? <laughs> yeah. When does it actually fully settle? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So someone, because Greg has been hearing these this pounding upstairs. So it's like it's he strange. Like a, like when he's been at yeah. the house by himself. Do you think it's just ghosts? I don't know. Do you believe in ghosts? We've done a ghost investigation of my house before, and there there is some. There's some weird stuff. There have that has been happened. some strange things that have happened at my house before. Yes. Um, something yelled my name one time. That no. was pretty fucked up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
for real. And now you just now for real. Yeah, you're. Which do you feel better about? That it could be a person, a live person living in the walls, or that it's a dead person inhabiting your oh. That's a good question. Level. Which, which is worse? Oh, my God. Well, and you brought up the idea with. that it could be like a hive of bees, too. Yeah, that's... so I just heard on the radio, like, <laughs> yesterday, there was a guy in Texas, because everything weird happens in Texas and Florida, Yep. with, like, 100 billion bees... In his attic, and it's like, how do you not hear that? Yeah, and I like would think they had you would to, hear it. And and then the second, like, this is the question the person on the radio said, like, do you exterminate or do you just set the house on fire and walk away? <laughs> yeah, right? like because I'm going. That's with a tough just, call. Yeah, yeah. How you do you just, even get rid of that many bees? Well, because then you have that many oh. dead bees there. What's that going to attract? Right. Think of how many dead people you probably have. Buried in the walls living, of your house. Living in the walls with Not the Not living, people. I'm just saying, like, maybe if someone's living in your attic, chances are they're probably a murderer. Because every horror movie I've yeah. seen with a wall man in it, they are not, like, pleasantly living in the walls, being happy I, for survival. They're murdering people. Yeah, I don't know the percentages, but I'm going to guess it's pretty high if you're living in the walls. After this like, long, though, and they haven't murdered you, do you feel they haven't like... Murdered me. Well, if they murder me, their whole gig will be up. Right. So, I mean, they have to keep me alive. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, somebody's got to pay the mortgage. No one go to Greg's house. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. I don't want to Yeah, be everybody sacrifice. else is potential. <laughs> I mean, all of you. Yeah. You are all fair game. <laughs> yeah. But By Jeremiah- the way, I'm having a dinner party. <laughs> and there is a, there is a dirt side of my basement I don't go into. I mean, you could legitimately bury bodies back there, and I would never and find And there it. is a part of his attic that he hasn't been into where there could be a dirty mattress laying there with a whole bunch of, like, crumpled up porn magazines. Oh. And why, why, why crumpled up porn magazines? I don't know, because he's you... entertaining himself when- What are you going to you know, do when you there. live in a wall? And I guess that's, that's all you've got. Just, like, a whole, like, off in Greg's attic. 1980s <laughs> hustlers or something that he's got in there. It's like those found porns that you get. Because <laughs> every kid found a porn, right, in a Absolutely. weird forested area. We've talked yep. about this before. Woods porn. Totally Ooh. found Woods porn. Yeah, you did too? Oh, yeah. Where was yours? Yeah. Uh, well, my grandma lives in like a coast town in Washington, in Raymond, Washington. Shout out, Raymond. And uh, the local, there was like, you know, there was uh, there was kids that lived there, and I would come for the summer, and we had like this little kind of little rascals pack of kids, and... Um, yeah, one kid, and then he immediately like told his mom, and then we had to go oh. clean him up, and it was like, like we went up there with like paper sacks, and there was a whole stash of them, and it was, I mean, it was even too young for us to even like grasp, but it was we. Knew Which it. you found multiple magazines. Yeah, there was a whole stash. Yeah. What about that kid that narked though? That I sucks. Know. I know. Couldn't Small tell town your mom. kids, they're like, well, yeah. what if we don't want to. We don't want other kids to find this, you know, like <laughs> doing the world a favor or something. Heaven yeah. forbid. Yeah, I, I found one in a ditch. Yeah? In, yeah, out in, the, out in the woods, on a gravel road near my house. It was me and my buddy that found it, and it was a penthouse. And, I mean, it was mind-blowing. It was all half torn up, you know, and it clearly had been there for a while, but we took it. And scurried it back to his house and then hit it in one of his closets yeah. upstairs. And so every time I would go over there, we'd like sneak around and, and pull check, it out. Check it out. Check it out. There's and I found mine in Seattle, Washington, behind Nathan Hale High School. I used to live right next to there. And yeah, behind the woods there, all of a sudden I'm like, what is that? And there were two of them, I think. But I don't remember what kind they were. No. Yeah. But it was a lot. It was naked you were ladies. You intrigued by it? I like, was intrigued hey. because I didn't know because, you know, growing up in a strict Catholic household, like, sure. you know what porn is, but I didn't, I'd never seen it. And I'm like, right. holy mother of 
God, these people are naked. But the bottom line is there's some guy jerking off in my walls right now. Yeah, I know. We got sidetracked there. But (laughs) the bottom line is Greg is in grave danger. (laughs) It's your responsibility. It's your property. You need to go into the places you haven't measured. Like flush them out, bring a hose in there or something. Even when you guys did the paranormal, uh, like, investigation of it, you didn't, they didn't go into the weird parts? Mm -mm. Because that seems like where you would. We went into the front part part of the attic. There's a couple of weird parts that we did go into. I've got a creepy little door in my attic that leads to a room. Um, and this is this is in the video. We did a video of it. And there's Don't the room is <laughs> yeah. The, the flooring them, for the two creepy little rooms is yes. old like doors from the '60s door that floors. they laid down. Oh, that's kind of cool. So it's door floors, it's and cool there's little children terrifying. toys, and there was like a a Kodak box, but the film was gone from 1964 or something. Wow, it was back in there and it, in like old wallpaper. So it was like a little kid's playroom. Sure, but in this creepy ass like <laughs> like the tiny, kind of playroom where you lock a child in for a few years and they there's grow up a, in there there's a really awful movie where the the guy finds like a an old tape and it's like the whole family getting oh sinister sinister this that sounds, movie is you live in the up. sinister house oh god but then it ended up being really stupid i didn't like it kind of ended, ended up being stupid but I that, that beginning sinister part works. sinister Hawk, yeah. yeah he finds this like old like real oh, thing and like the yeah. whole family's being strung up on a yeah. tree oh all outside of his oh, house yes. that was so terrifying i did yeah. not like that that's one what bit. your house reminds me of and i haven't even been there he does have some old trees around his house See, so you guys know that i used to work for the uh i used to give ghost tours Oh, you did the the yeah. downtown ghost tours. No yeah. way! Oh I didn't shit! Know so that. yeah, old town. Yeah, for a few months. Yeah, over the summer, and it was it was very interesting. Um, Portland's a weird weird place. So um, I don't know. Did you ever see anything ghosty? No. 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 Did yeah. you do like the Shanghai Tunnel tours? No. Or just like downtown Portland. With, right. Like, a- so there's like the whole thing is like the whole tunnel thing in Portland, right? Like there's tunnels under Portland. People weren't really like Shanghai. Like this is an unpopular uh, like truth, but uh-huh. uh, like the city of Portland needed people to be on boats. The the people in charge of Portland, like way back, like in the 1890s and stuff, knew that people needed to be on boats or the economy in Portland was going to go in the shitter. Mm-hmm. So like the idea, like the practice of getting people onto boats to work was pretty much above ground like you didn't have to like knock people out and drag them through tunnels you just went to them and said hey uh we're gonna give you room and board for the week and then you'd come back at the end of the week and be like hey we need our money oh you don't have any money well i guess you better go work on this boat for the rest of your life and that's how they did it and it happened Ah. every day and so they're like the tunnels that are under portland which are all filled in now by the way uh like if you if if anyone takes you in like a tunnel look above you there's probably floorboards you're in a basement because portland has a lot of basements um but the tunnels were mostly there actually for drainage to get the water back into the river like the first time the city flooded uh everyone's basement filled up with like eight feet of water and Uh became stagnant and it was really gross oh that's disgusting so they basically tunneled back to the water and also they use it to get uh like goods into the city Uh because the willamette the the level of it fluctuated so much that there was times that they couldn't get to the docks so they built lower docks that were actually a underground and then you would just like bring people's like everything that came in on ships which were sometimes people you yeah. know um there's a lot of prostitution uh 
So and and that's actually what they were there for. So like the whole wow. Jeremiah truth teller, I, I like know, it. Yeah. I know people get really upset about it. People well, cracking like the code. That. All right, so yeah. really quick. So I went on the tour once uh, for the it's supposed to be the Shanghai Tunnel, but you're right. It was a basement. Right. Now that we're talking sure. about it, under hobos. Right. And that's then they Mike, had Mike Jones. Yeah. Okay, Sorry, and he's the guy that looks like Gallagher, right? It is. Yes. Okay. And so that's I mean it's his. <laughs> it's a shtick. Yeah. I hate to say it. He so wasn't yeah. very nice. No, he's not. Uh, okay, good. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, so he was kind Portland of an asshole. And Geological Society or whatever yeah. they call it. And he's basically, I mean, he did, that's his job now. So, I mean, good for him. Yeah. Bully for him for not having to go to work every day by making this story up that the entire city has co-signed for some reason. <laughs> yeah, so where did he get all those shoes then? Who knows? I mean, you know, I mean, like, just the idea that, like, you have to, like, break people and stuff. It's like, I don't know. It's all very strange to me. And the idea that the city or that you could get a string of businesses to all agree, like, okay, we're going to put tunnels under the city so that we can steal guys and put them on boats. And it's like, if I own Madougal's down on the water, I'm like, no, fuck you. You're not putting that in my, like, why would you do, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, the idea is sort of crazy when you think about it logically. Right. That is so true. Logically, why would you let someone put a trap door in your bar and exactly. then steal the patrons? Right. Jeremiah. I know. I know. Well, you're I was breaking very, my brain. I got fired from that job, all right? <laughs> Let's just say I was a little too truthy with the ghost-telling stories where I was like, hey, some guy got murdered in the Roseland Theater. It was scary. Um, Wait, so on your tours, where did you go then? So we would start uh, like the that same building that Hobos is in. Uh-huh. The other side of that building is uh, where Portland Walking Tours. Like, like the pizza parlor thing, right? Exactly. Right yeah. next right next door to that. So we would start there and we would go in that same basement just on the, like there's a wall, but you're in the same building. Mm. It's all the uh, old merchant hotel. Okay. Which is a kind of, it's a creepy place. I didn't like being there by myself. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you would go and then we would go up to um, like by ground control and then over to the Roseland Theater and we would tell the story. It used to be called the Starry Nightclub and there was a guy mm. named uh, Larry Hurwitz who murdered a guy in there. Um and they took his body and, like, they wrapped duct tape around his face and murdered him and, like, strangled him with a microphone cord. At Roseland? At the Roseland Theater, yeah. Back when it was a starry nightclub. Um, Shit, like in the basement or? Yeah. yeah. I've been down to that, like, that's what they use as the green room. Yeah, the mm-hmm. basement. It's creepy it down is. there. So that was part of the story. And then we would go to the Benson and there's the whole thing about the Benson being oh. haunted and Mr. Benson. And we'd tell the story of that. And then, you know, there was all these little anecdotes along the way. Uh, and then there's like this parking lot that you go to that supposedly was on Indian burial ground. And like, you know, I don't know. It was a fun job. And I liked those people. I got five minutes of new material out of the deal. Yeah. Uh, by the time <laughs> I was done, like, um, no, it's, it's like, it's, it was, it was fun. Like, but. But the problem I had was that you always have one person. Like if a couple goes on a ghost tour, there's a one guy who or one person who's really into it, mm-hmm. and one person who's there for moral support <laughs> or is being drug along. Uh. And like as as a comedian, I'm always focused on the person that isn't laughing, the person that's just part of our nature, mm-hmm. or at least mm-hmm. for me. And so like. The one guy who didn't want to fucking be there the whole time and was like rolling his eyes at everything <laughs> I said, it just felt like I I could never win, you know. And I was yeah, like, it was kind of exhausting. Where it's like this person paid twenty dollars to do this, and if they don't, 
if everybody doesn't have like an experience, then I have failed somehow, you know, and it's just, it was sort of exhausting. And, you know, and then we'd give them voodoo donuts, which everybody really liked the voodoo donuts. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of chill. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It was, it was an experience. I felt like the other part of it was as a comedian, it was like two hours of crowd work where it was a lot of like, hey, where are you from? Kind uh, of stuff, you know? yeah. What like, brings you to Portland? Right. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't realize so many people came to Portland. Yeah. Like, where like people, tourists? Yeah. Yeah. Where it oh, was like, like to visit? Yeah. Hmm. And I, I just never. I didn't either, actually. Well, they do. They do. And <laughs> I, I had no idea. And then it was like, so where are you from? They're like Austin or wherever, you know? And it's like, well, what are you doing? You got like a aunt that died or something like why did you come to portland I'm like yeah. oh it's we're on vacation like we came here to do this like to come on this ghost tour like we flew across the country to come to portland to do this ghost tour and you're just like well <laughs> re- really man wow. they need to pay me what more. else like, are yeah. you yeah Huh. But I mean, it was it was an interesting experience, and it you got fun. material out of it. Exactly, that's what I figure. Yeah. Like anything, like if we can get a story out of anything for the show, that's everything's what, show material. Doing. Yeah, exactly. everything's show material. Yeah. Um, well, and you have your show coming up yes. on the twenty third, three days from now. Three days from now on three Monday, now. two shows, two shows, eight p.m. and ten p.m. And it's going to be at Kelly's, Kelly's Olympian. Kelly's Olympian, uh, which is really cool. They have motorcycles hanging from the ceiling. It's almost only. It's a great bar. Sort of haunted. Uh, oh, do you have a Kelly's Olympian? There story? was material about it, but it was sort of out of our path, so we did. I never read it. But there's, you know, I mean, it's all just like, oh, some lady fell down and hit her head. Um, <laughs> that happens every night in Portland, right? Exactly. Um, Kelly's Olympian. It's a very cool place, though. They are. Uh, it sounds like they want to uh, make this a regular thing where they pick a Portland comic and record an album in their like little recording in their you know in their venue space. It's in that there. backspace, right? Yeah. Oh, that's a great little area. So I am the first one they asked to do it, and I'm excited about it. Um, you know, I hope it's good. If it's not, I guess you know I didn't lose anything. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, well, that's... it's not like I have a record deal or anything where it's like if it's good, then I'll put it on iTunes and I'm selling it really well right now. Uh, if it <laughs> I mean, sucks, eh, you know, you sorry, know, America, whatever. Yeah, no, I just felt like it was like for me, it's like low pressure. But um, so, how long is the um, how long is your material? How long is show, your set yeah, going to be? Yeah. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do 45 minutes. Cool. Uh, Dylan Jenkins, who's sort of my like road road guy right now, who I'm doing a lot of uh, on tour kind of stuff with, is going to open for me, and he's going to do 15 minutes. So it'll be about an hour long show. Seats at 7:30 and 9:30. Starts at 8 and 10, and then um, yeah. So Dylan and I are doing uh, what we, we're calling the Snowballs in Hell tour, uh, <laughs> which is really cool. I'm excited about it because um, we're from Portland, so we're we're unique snowflakes, but we're both fat. So we're snowballs, uh, <laughs> and we're going. So we do. We're going to be in Salem, Oregon tonight. Nice. Portland on Monday. Tuesday we'll be in Arcata, California. Uh, Thursday we'll be in Redmond, Oregon. Friday we'll be in Bend, Oregon. Dang, hey, that's a long drive from Arcata to Redmond. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, so we have a day off in between. We got yeah. a, we got a room at, in Medford. Oh, we're gonna eat some in and out burger in Medford and kind of. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's gonna be, you know, I mean, we're doing like seven shows in eight days or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, Dylan's a really awesome guy. Um, like 
just a lot of comedy lately. I was in Olympia, Washington last night. Oh, they I love a, Olympia. They had like a comedy contest, and I got to do like the stall set while they counted the votes, which is oh. cool. It's because it's like all these kids. There's like eleven like young comedians who are very nervous and like are trying very their very best and like kind of groveling almost. And then I got up there and was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna win. I don't care. So I just started making fun of people and picking on Olympia sort of as a city, <laughs> um, which was really fun. But it was uh, my friend Sam Miller. Shout out to Sam Miller. Olympia's uh, he's sort of like the mayor. He's like the unofficial mayor of like the shady part of Olympia. Okay. Like if you walk around Olympia with him, like all the street kids know Sam. He's like six foot seven. He's just this giant like teddy bear of a human <laughs> being. And just like, you know, every tweaker in Olympia is just like, oh, hey, Sam. You know, it's, he's just he's a very awesome guy. But the um, the contest went to support. Uh, it's called Youth Sound. And it's um, like they put young people in positions um, of like power power in um, like foster care stuff and like city just uh, like all the money goes to try to train like young people to be like involved to give in back their a local. little yeah, yeah that's, oh, that's so cool. they raised like 800 bucks for that last night and wow it was really so cool so this was last night you were in Olympia yeah Olympia was great last uh, it's night. being asked by our friend in the chat Ben what bar uh, was the contest at at Rhythm and Rye Rhythm and Rye like, yeah it's a brand new place time in Olympia. Uh, it was it used to be called like Somebody said earlier what it was called. It was like named after a snake or something, like the <laughs> viper or something. But uh. Uh, it was this huge, like it was. It almost looked like an airplane hangar. Like it was had like the rounded ceiling to it. It was a really cool place. Yeah, cool. Right. So go check that joint out. But yeah, um, Olympia. Check, Olympia yeah. has a little comedy scene going. It's pretty fun there. It's neat hearing about that when we have people in like Olympia and then people talking about Tacoma too, because those mm-hmm. you know yeah. I've driven through those because I'm from Bremerton, so oh, sure. I've spent time in Olympia and Tacoma, and then hearing that it, uh, you know it's actually getting a legitimate comedy scene is mm-hmm. pretty interesting to hear. Yeah. And then you're down in Salem tonight. Salem right? tonight, yeah. yeah, I know. We're I'm at down there. Confusing you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Capital City Theater. Okay. In downtown Salem, which is a great little comedy venue. They do a lot of improv there, but then they do uh, Friday Night Funnies, which I'm headlining that tonight. So. Sweet. Yeah, man, uh, that's really cool. I'm doing all just all yeah. the Jeremiah, you're bouncing around little towns. I was just in Boise. <laughs> just in Idaho. That's right. Were you there with Jeremy? Yeah, you like, yeah, yeah. Okay. We just did yeah. Boise, uh, Idaho Laugh Fest last weekend. Um, and so at the end of uh, end of all of this uh, next Saturday, then I'll go to San Francisco for Sketch Fest. And I'll be in San Francisco for three days, so I Damn. basically have to quit my job soon. Yeah, uh, that's got to gotta be tough. To do comedy. I'm f- terrified of that. Everyone's like, <laughs> yes, do it. And I'm like, I've always had a paycheck. Mm. I'm afraid yeah. of this. Like in Boise, there was this lady who was like a life coach, and she was like mind, like doing Jedi mind tricks on me because I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And she's like... Well, what was your childhood like? Like, did you, have stabi- <laughs> did you have stability? And I was like, no, my parents divorced when I was 12 and we were poor. She's like, yeah, now you get a paycheck every week. Like, I can see, you know, and I was like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> get out like, of my head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you trying to do to me, lady? Um, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I like my job right now, but um, yeah. Well, it's comedy. exciting. Lots it seems comedy. like you're bouncing around and living a fulfilled all, comedy life. All sorts of places. All uh, sorts of places. I have to tell you guys quick story. I was just downtown. I had to go see Jeremy. Jeremy uh, shout out to Jeremy Eli. Uh, he owed me money for my for our hotel room in Boise. <laughs> Pay up, Jeremy. Yeah, exactly. And then he, he wrote the wrong year on the check, and so I had to go back downtown. Uh, oh, did he do it on accident? Exactly, yeah. I was like, hey, Marty McFly, it's 2017. Uh, so I was I, across the street is the Veggie Grill. Shout out to Veggie Grill. And I was sitting there <laughs> eating, and um, this guy, 
this young guy uh, was sitting there and he was being interviewed on the phone uh, clearly about like the protests today. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. And he was he was like, yeah, I'm involved with Black Lives Matter. And, the, you know, they they were asking him about because like, there's supposed to be like a big flag burning and all that stuff. And he was like, I'm not involved with that. That's not my group. Uh, I support people's right to do it, whatever, but that's not something I'm into. And I was just like, man, that's really cool. Like, this guy's actually out there doing something, you know? Like, I was really excited about that. And I was like, you know what? So I went over and I bought, like, a brownie from the guy and, like, and I just went over and put it on his table. I was like, sounds like it's going to be a long day, man. You know, like, eat up. And he Aww. was like, he was like, oh, man, thank you so much. And he's like, I think you're really funny, man. I love your comedy. And oh. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> like, awesome. where I was just like, it was like goosebumps, you know, where I was just oh, like, that's I, go, cool. I go, you know who I am? He's like, yeah, man, I really like that joke you do and blah, blah, blah. I was just like, man, like, so here's a guy who like, I'm like, this guy's doing something with his life. And yeah. then he's like, hey, you're great. And I'm like, Fuck you, man! Eat the brownie. Like, it was just—it was, it was such a weird experience. That's so I cool. Just like, I don't ever want to like assume anybody knows. But I feel like better about that. Where it's like you don't yeah, ever yeah. want to be like, yeah, of course this guy knows who I am. It's like, no. No, no, no one should come to anything I do. It sucks. Oh, <laughs> I'm always like here. excited and pleasantly surprised. That's why we tell people like if you see uh-huh. us, we'll get emails sometimes like, oh, I saw you, but I didn't want to bother him. Like you're never fucking bothering me. Oh yeah, for the love of God. If you ever like, see I need us to, out, yeah, give me some fulfillment. I need to know that you like me. Especially, That's okay. especially if I'm around other people, that makes me feel even better. Right. Oh. Like if you're around friends, you're like, oh yeah, well, you do podcasting, cool. And then somebody comes up, and they're like, yeah, that's that's the best. When we were in Boise, uh, we uh, I was sort of hanging out backstage and talking to all the comics, and then the show that I had been on ended. And, you know, you could hear sort of everyone start talking. And I was like, oh, I have to go, like, stand by the door so everyone can say good job to me. I was like, that's the whole reason I do this stupid comedy thing, you know? Like, if Need I miss that affirmation, right, yeah. If, if I'm sitting back here with you idiots and I miss the part where everyone goes, hey, good set, then I've completely wasted, you know, $300 trip to Boise. So I need I need to go out there. And they're like, no, we understand. I totally love that because uh-huh. when people, like, we, our friends in the chat, like, after the show, they'll be like, oh, that was a great show. I'm like, thank God. Because if nobody, does it? I'm like, is that not a good show? Yeah, what happened? Why did they not say that? Now you know how I feel. <laughs> I know how you feel, yeah. thing, man. Like, <laughs> and then you know, like we're basically you're hoping to get tips, and then nobody, you know, if you don't get tips, and then it's just like, uh, uh, I've never had to do like something like that where it's like tip, so tip oriented. Oh, at the yeah. end, with yeah, yeah. Where, and it's like you know, it's like your barometer for whether you did a good job or not, and like some people just don't think about it. Like, I, yeah, but it's like you start to take it personally after a while, and mm. you're like, well. Uh, all right, you know, like I just walked two miles too, you know, backwards, you know, <laughs> what was information I gave you. appreciation. It's not my fault that. you don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Killing me. Well, Jeremiah, where can people follow uh, all of your adventures and oh, yeah. all the places that you're going to be going? Uh, yeah, I have uh, my website, which is uh, www. Uh, <laughs> no, they, they don't do that anymore. Uh, HTTP. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone blew my mind. Uh, there's a comic in Portland that said that www is short for World Wide Web, but www is six syllables and World Wide Web is three. Wow. Think about that. Right? That's, that's a mind blower. That's right? a mind bender right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So the thing that's short <laughs> takes for something less actually time. Ends longer than. Yeah. That's g- all right. Now I get it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a little slow See? today. No, I caught up. World Wide Web, three syllables. www six. You should just make Damn. that your thing. Be like World Wide Web dot. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. But what's after the dot? Um, too big to fail comedy dot com. <laughs> 
that's my comedy site, and uh, I have a new my new Twitter handle is uh, haha. So it's h a h a underscore t b t f. So haha, too big to fail. Uh, that's where you can follow me on the Twitter. Not that I'm any good. At, don't. Don't use Twitter. Uh, I'm I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm I don't know. I'm pretty I get bad zero, at Twitter too. I get zero validation from it. Like I could put I something nothing. that I really think is so funny, and I get one like, and yep. it's my girlfriend, and I'm just like, why do we uh, why do we have Twitter? I feel I feel like I don't. But go, follow me on Twitter. Go to the website. There's a mailing list on the website. Come to the album recording. The album will be out. Um, I'm going to try to do sort of like a mailing list for people that want the album. Um, and do you know the name of the out. album? I have a working title for the album. Um, <laughs> it's Seamus McGravy. Because um, <laughs> I have a I have a joke uh, about like the voice in my head that wants me to not eat healthy. Mm. And I call and I refer to him as Seamus McGravy. I like that. Oh, so, yeah, that's a good that's a good for that kind of voice. Yeah. 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 So. Um, I think that's what we're gonna go with. I think it's catchy, uh, and then you know I'll probably just be naked on the cover. Yeah, maybe with some gravy. Yeah, dipping oh. some gravy. Yeah. yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah, with like, yeah, we'll see. A little, <laughs> a little Miley Cyrus gravy oh. action. I think it's great. <laughs> Sold. Yeah, I'll buy it. <laughs> thank you guys so much for having. Oh, thank, me. thank you, you Jeremiah. Yeah, we're just gonna wrap up here. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Um, if you're going to be at the Women's March tomorrow, I'm going to be there. So give me a hug. Come say Yay, hi. Women. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And Greg, if your back's not hurting, you might be there too, right? Yeah, I might be there too. We'll, I'll buy we'll you see. a brownie at Veggie Grove. Oh, Sweet. Yeah. Shout out to Veggie Grove. <laughs> <laughs> it was a $4 brownie. Where my veggie pizza? That's right. an expensive fucking brownie. Yeah, I know. And the kid tried to give me the little one, and I was like, hey, what about that one in the back? And he was like, oh, okay. Uh, I, I see with, what you're doing. I do that with pizza. When I'm paying for a slice of pizza and they give me like the little shitty shriveled one, the one I'm like, no, 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 I want like, that. Uh-uh. Yeah. I know your, I know your deal here. Your yeah. Stand up for yourself. Stand Damn up right. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back next week with more Fun Employment Radio. That was great. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.